Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Blog Talk Radio. Some guy named Jay, like I've always been. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show that's not being hosted by a convicted felon or conspiracy theorist wacko, or closeted lesbian. But hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as all those people too. So listen up. Tonight's main topic is open mics. Again, we'll talk about whatever comes to mind. Uh, Jussie Smollett, lion, (laughs) you know, racism, black-owned business, whatever you want to talk about. we're going to open up the phone lines, you know, of course, after the interview and all that stuff. So uh, when you're ready to join the discussion, give us a call at 929-477-3872. That's if you're listening on the app or a third-party website or anything like that, or streaming from the link. And if you're already streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. That's, that's when we, uh, you know, for that part of the show. Also joining us for the discussion is actress Kimberly Newsom. But before we get into that, I just want to let you all know to check us out at blacktopia.org, www.blacktopia.org. And you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app. 
from iTunes, Amazon.com, and Blackberry World. I also want to give a shout-out to Kendra D. The Kendra D. Experience will return in March on Big Woo Radio. In the meantime, visit her official website at www.kendra-dee.com. Kendra-dee.com. Also, check out the books from Markeisha Wyatt Bunn, better known as the author and poetess Wyatt. Be sure to purchase her two releases, Reflections, Past, Present, Future, and Entangled Hearts on Amazon.com. All right. Get ready for the show. It's going ahead like twice he said. Show's about to start. So uh, about to start. We're already doing it. Okay. Hold on just a second. All right. There we go. Let's go on ahead and bring on Adrian Charleston. Adrian Charleston. Yes. Hey, AJ. Hey. Oh yeah. How are you? Uh, how are you doing? Oh good. yeah. How are I'm, you? Oh, I'm. It's nine o'clock and it's Tuesday, so that's that's where I'm yes. at. Yes. And yes. it's leaking and raining. Who's doing that here in the Carolinas? Yes. You know, the the, the yes. weather is by, the weather is being a Gemini. <laughs> it's exactly. Uh, you know what? I can't even say nothing about that. <laughs> it's being a good Gemini. Well, not 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 a good one. Never mind. Uh, it must be one of them June Gemini's. That's what it is. Uh, exactly. They, uh, exactly. It, 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 it's summer on Monday. Then on Tuesday it's winter. Then it's going to be fall on mm-hmm. Wednesday, and then spring. Uh, spring at four o'clock on Thursday, mm-hmm. and then, then summer uh, comes back on Sunday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yes. All right. Well, that was our little fun time right there, our little banter. <laughs> that was awesome. It was like looking at a band Yes. Play. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Whatever. All right. But let's, let's talk to somebody who's been in some good plays. All right? Yes. Kimberly Newsom. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey. You doing good? Yes, just doing a show. So, were you ready for this, Kimberly Newsom? I am. I really am. I'm oh. ready. Um, I'm very excited. Thank you for having me on. Oh, yes, and thank you for being here. Now, this is how we do it. Uh, I put you down in the hot seat, and I interrogate you like a cop. Then after you give me all the answers, <laughs> around 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 930, we'll start taking calls. They'll, they'll ask you some questions as well. Then um, we can also get into the, the to the topics too during the uh, okay. afternoon after nine thirty. At ten o'clock, we take a break. After our break, after we play some songs, play some commercials, we come back. Adrian Charleston has Butterfly Flow. Then uh, then I'll plug some things, and then we'll get back into our topic. So, are you ready? I am. I am ready. All right. Oh yeah. So um, well, let me just start off by asking you. What got you into acting? How did you catch the acting bug? <laughs> well, um, it started maybe about 10 years ago. Um, I was a member of this church, and they had a drama ministry. And 
I just wanted to try out for a small role, you know, something that had like four lines. It was for a play. And because um, I had three small children at the time and my husband was military, so I didn't have a lot of, of time on my hands. So I went in to audition for that four-liner and they said, Kim, I love that, but we want you to read this part. And I was like, okay. So I read that part and they asked me to become the lead in the play. And I was like, there's no way. I have three small children. My husband's never at home. I work full time. There's no way. But I did decide to take on a challenge and I fell in love with it. But at that time, I was unable to pursue my passion because I was raising three children and my husband was in the military. So I put my family first and I put myself on the back burner. So a couple of years ago, you know, I got two kids in college right now. One is a senior in high school and he'll be on his way to college in June. So I decided to go back to acting. I decided to go to acting school. <laughs> And I started picking up some background roles, and then I started landing some speaking roles. So I can just honestly say God is good. Um, things are happening quickly. Oh, yes. that That's that's great. Now, um, now I know you can't really focus too much on the, on the, the past like that, and I know, you know, you had, you had small children, and, and now they're grown, and, and now you can really get into it. Um, do you, uh, I mean, I know you don't, you know, you don't really, I know you don't regret your, the the life you live, you know, you you had to do it for your children, but do you ever, does that ever uh, get into your head when you're pursuing your acting career? Just, you know, just kind of thinking back when you were younger, you know, and thinking, oh man, you know, uh, I, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm, you know what I'm asking. I got a question to go with him. (laughs) <laughs> well, this is, uh, let me try to answer that for you. Um, yes. The way that I look at it, I don't regret any decisions that I made. Um, actually, I've learned a lot, and I don't think I would have been ready for the challenge back then, not like I am right now, because I'm on a mission right now. And see, back then, no, you know, I was very – laid back, Um, I I don't even think I would have um, pursued it. But now that I have had an opportunity to um, learn and grow, I think that now is my season. Now is my time. Um, God has put surrounded me around some very positive people. And, you know, I prayed about it. You know, I was like, hey, I'm this many years old. <laughs> I said, I was like, Lord, I was like, I can't believe I'm trying to do this. You know, um, is this something I should be doing? Um, and I got my answer that if you put in the work, I've got the rest. And, and it has been coming to pass because things have really been happening for me um, fairly quickly. I didn't expect it, but I've really had some good things come my way. Oh yes. Now speaking of the good things coming your that's come your way, could you tell the audience about your current projects and any projects you're involved in acting, you know, stuff that you got going on? Sure. Um 
I just finished up a, um, a stage for the stage play on the 16th, which was Saturday night. It was called um, The Conversation, and it was full of mini plays. Um, it was about love and different challenges of love, but my part was, um, was You're Gonna Love Me. <laughs> and um, I played the, the wife, the it wasn't that the wife was cheating. She never had sex with this guy, but she was cheating because she was going out to lunch and texting and, you know, and, and doing all the other things which could have led up to, you know, the affair. So um, she was just trying to win her husband back, and she wanted her relationship back with her husband. So that that play was a success. It was a very intimate setting. So the writer-director, Andrea Carr, she's thinking about bringing it back in August and uh, really marketing that because we got some really good reviews. Now, um, upcoming, I do have – I'm really excited about this film. It's called Power to the People, and it's the story of Huey P. Newton. So we are getting ready to knock your socks off. Um, The film is is (laughs) – The film is due to be released in February 2020, and it's very powerful, and we haven't seen something like this in in years. So um, I think our community is going to be very happy with the way the story is being told. Um, You know, a lot of people think about the Black Panther Party. They think about the negatives, but they really don't know um, a lot of the positive things that they were doing for our community. That's um, right, girl. Child. You know, like you know, like like the WIC program. You you think about that. The Black Panther Party started that WIC program. It was for women, infants, and children. Um, they they you know had a lot of children that weren't that were like malnourished back then, or you know their mothers or families couldn't afford to feed everybody. So they started that program by supplying meals to the community. So, and, and you know, and just to to be there um, to protect or um, prevent things from happening to our people that were unjust. So, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to be told um, in that story. And my character... Um, I can't really say a whole lot about my character, but my character plays a very pivotal role in the in the film. Um, she's also packing, so you know, women, you know, carrying weapons. Um, I guess that that's the part I can tell you that that's the pivotal um, part in the film as far as my role is concerned, because women started wanting to do more than just cook meals and work in the office. So I'm really happy and excited about um, this film. And it was written and directed by um, Jabril Haynes here in Atlanta of Original Original Studios. And our executive producer is Mr. Courtney Benson um, out of um, California. So I'm happy about that. And then Actually, March 2nd and 3rd, I'll be shooting um, the movie Mattapan. Um, I'll be in Boston shooting that movie, and I will play Miss Carmen Rose, who is actually a female gangster boss. 
<laughs> so, oh. so she's actually she will be trying to infiltrate Boston. Um, she wants to take over um, some of the streets in Boston. So she's you know up against these you know original gangsters that are there. So I, I, that's going to be really interesting, and it's going to be great for me as an actress to pull off that role. Because of course I can play that role in my house. You know, because, you know, I could be gangsta boss here <laughs> because I'm going yeah. to be here. <laughs> so, <laughs> but no um, that that's going to be that I, I'm going to love to play that part. Um, and the writer director is Mr. Sonny Thompson. I don't know if you've heard of Don Hazel. He's really built up that brand. Um, but he's um, he's amazing. He's a really nice guy. Um, and the film, you know, it, it tells a lot about the streets, and of course, it does have, you know, a lot of situations that people may see as violent or negative. But it's also a learning tool for someone, for, for some of these young kids coming up, that you don't want to be out in the streets. There's consequences for everything that you do. So, um, yeah, and Saturday I just had an audition, and I have a role in this big gospel play that's going to be touring. Um, It'll be in Atlanta, D.C., New York, and I believe Charlotte. I'm not sure. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. So I I don't have all the specifics on it yet, but I will – here in the next coming week. Okay, good, good. You're welcome to post the uh, the dates up in in the Blacktopia. And, I will. Uh, it, oh yeah, and you come to Charlotte. I'm definitely going to check you out. <laughs> it's wonderful. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, um, now do you have an agent or anything? I have a manager, which is Miss Tony Nicole. Um, enterprise management. So um, she is my manager, and um, she is just amazing. Um, just her spirit just really does something for us. But she's a hardworking woman. I tell you that um, she That's takes right, care girl. of us. Yeah, enterprise yeah. management. She really takes care of us. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. I, I know she does a lot of great things. She's also in Blacktopia. Shout out to Tony. Right. Yeah. Now, now is she? Uh, she's. <clears throat> I, I, oh my God! I don't know what's going on tonight. Uh, now, does she take care of uh, like getting you a lot of these roles, or, or you know, finding them for you, or or or, or does she pretty much just kind of groom you as, as a as a as an actress or or an act? Well, I can I say both. with with these roles that I have right now, um, I have um, acquired them on my own, these. But Tony is doing so much networking right now. Um, It's unbelievable the things that are getting ready to happen for our management team. Um, It's just amazing. Um, We, I mean, I can see some great things getting ready to come to pass because of the work that she's doing right now. Now, 
things that we acquire, she will market them for us. She will give us all the guidance that we need. Um, She's just full of wisdom, and I really appreciate her. Um, She does submit us for different projects, um, but the networking that she's doing right now is setting us up for something big. It really is. So I'm, I'm very happy with what she's doing. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm looking forward to the future as well. Now, um, let me ask you, what, what has been your worst experience as an actress so far? How did you bounce back from it, or what did you learn from it? Um, I cannot say, well, <laughs> yes, I can. Um, as far as being an actress, I, I did some background work one time, and, and I was a zombie. I was a zombie. And it was in, like, July and August, so we had on all this makeup, all these clothes, and we were, like, in the country somewhere. (laughs) And it was, like, (laughs) bugs and things everywhere. It was just, it was bad. But as far as the people are concerned, I have never really been on a a bad set. I have not. Um, But I guess, you know, I haven't been an actress for that long. But, um the experiences that I've had have really been, you know, positive, I guess, because I I try to learn as much as I can on every set that I'm on. And whether that be if I see something negative, then I'll say, you know, hey, I see I don't like the way that looks, so that's something I'm not going to try to do, you know. So, as far as negative, no, I have not found anything negative. But I can say this. There are going to be a lot of no's. But when you get the right yes, <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So I had a friend, a mentor, um, tell me that. He said, you're going to have to have a lot of no's, Kim. So, you know, you just got to just be ready when you get that yes. So, Oh yes, oh yes. Now I have a lot of lot more questions, and we're getting close to nine thirty. So basically, what I want to do is I want to actually bump up one of my questions I was going to ask a little later, but I'm going to ask it now because I don't know when when the scholars start coming in. So uh, two things I want to ask you: Have you done improv before? And I don't mean uh, improving on a set, but or 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 on stage, but I'm improving like well, yeah, improving on stage, but like done like an improv, like took an improv class or done any kind of uh, like uh, just improv? Like the who's okay. mind is it anyway? No. Now, um, through my acting classes, I've had several improv classes. But mm-hmm. I've also taken um, a workshop. Um, my director from Power to the People actually gave a workshop, and he does a lot of improv. As a matter of fact, the entire trailer, based not the entire trailer, but most of the trailer for Power to the People was improv, and no one would ever believe that. (laughs) So it was just brilliant. It was brilliant, you know, um, the way that he works, you know. He'll, he'll like, guide you and lead you, but, you know – I don't know. It's just 
something that you say, he sees it, and he's like, okay, I want to keep that. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Well, uh, my second question is, uh, involving improv, is do you mind doing some improv with me live on the air right now? Just me and you. <laughs> of course I'll do some improv with you. Wait wait a minute. Oh. What? What? Yep. What are you doing, Jack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do some improv live on the air. Okay. Now, Adrian, since you spoke, I'm bringing you into it, too. Nope, you don't, nope, have, to, you nope. don't have to improv. I'm going back out. No, no. Nope. Nope. No, no. I'm I wanna, no, stop it. Yes, you have to watch, but this is what I want to ask you. Give us a nope. no. Hold up. Give us give us a location, and give us a location and uh, and what we're doing. That's all you got to do. And you sit back and we'll do it. Just just oh, bam. My. Think of it. Location and give us okay. what we're doing. Motivation. The Dominican Republic. Ah. And you're, and you're learning how to surf. Learning what? how to surf. Learning how to surf. Okay, okay. We're in the Dominican Republic. Learn how to surf. And I'm going to do it as Tracy Morgan, comedian Tracy Morgan. That's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right. So uh, so let's do this. And uh, and your name, Kimberly, in the scene, your name will be uh, Daisy. Daisy. For no reason. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I named okay. you. You're, you're Daisy. Okay, we're doing this. Okay. Hey, yo. Hey, this is Tracy Morgan. And I need you to help me surf, man. No, no, no. What's a good Dominican name? Let's, I don't like Daisy. What's a good Dominican name? We're going to be stereotypical with this. We're not tourists. Um, We're not tourists. We're natives. Bianca. But I'm Tracy Morgan. Bianca. Bianca. Hey, Bianca. Yeah. Hey, Bianca. Can you help me out? I'm trying to learn how to surf. Oh, you want to learn how to surf, huh? Well, I yeah. think I can help you with that. Okay, I'll shut up. Hey. Okay, okay. First thing we need to do is go find your surfboard. Okay. So That's we have right. different types. We have different types. So what I want what, you to do is I want you to stand on this surfboard. And Man, I, I stand on the surfboard. Okay, well how are you gonna Can you tell me another way to do it? Show me another way. I ain't standing on. Do you want me to stand on the water? Man, you know <laughs> black people don't swim. Man, can you teach okay, me another well, way out of Okay, what type of surfing are you trying to do? What type of surfing? Yo, I'm going to get on this surfboard backwards, and you just going to have to push me, all right? And, uh, oh, and I'll figure you. it out for me. Okay. Well, I think that maybe... I should go and get on the board, and maybe you should push me. Okay, okay, yeah, you you demonstrate. Now, I'm not sure what type of view you're going to have. Can you handle that? Man, I'm crazy Morgan. I can handle anything. <laughs> you see me with my movies, 30 Rock. I play hooker, man, on mine. I can do it, man. <laughs> Because I don't want to have to save you, okay? I'm going to live forever. I'm going to be saving you. Oh, really? Says the man yeah. that doesn't want to surf in water. <laughs> I had a little water in my, in my throat. That was funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
that's because I, I I didn't say I, I was magical. I said I just, okay, it's getting silly. All right, and and scene. All right, let's throw some claps on it. <laughs> what a clap! <laughs> oh. I should have picked that in the you movie. Tracy Morgan, Morgan. I'd have picked something else. You were wonderful. What, you I was wonderful. I said oh, you are I, wonderful, I Tracy Morgan. <laughs> bam, bam, thank you. I can do anything. All right. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got somebody that wants to talk, uh, but I just want to let everybody know that if you're streaming from the link or if you're on an app or if you're on a third-party website, anything like that, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. We're talking to Kimberly Newsom, and, uh, you know, if you want to ask her some questions, you're welcome to. Or if you want to dive into the topics, you know, current events like we always talk about, you're welcome to bring that up as well. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. If you're streaming from the phone, all you have to do is press 1, and we'll bring you on. So let's bring on our first caller. Caller in the 586-764. You're on the air. Who is this? Hey, this is Walter Perry Lee. Walter Perry Lee, yeah. Hi. Hi, you guys doing? Great. How are We're you? Doing a- good, 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 good. I'm. Hey, I just heard you guys did a good job on when you when you were imitating Tracy Morgan, uh, and that, that was that was uh, you know, that really awesome too. Yeah, that, that, thank you. I need to play Tracy Morgan in one of your films. Yeah. Okay, you you can do that too. You know, I got a lot of oh, and I got a lot of um, ideal scripts too um, that I'm doing too. You know, um, and I want to uh, share this too because you know, on June and July, I, I'm going to start production with Walter Dream of Jenna. Okay, yeah, Walter. Congratulations. Now, yeah, I'm doing a black version of I Dream of Genie. Oh, nice. Now, 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 Walter, do you have a question for uh, our actress here, Kimberly? Yeah, I want to tell you, um, I'm, you know, I, do, you, uh, do you have any other projects that you're doing? Um. Just basically, I have I have a feature film, I have an independent film, and a play as of right now. Okay. Um, okay, great. So, so that's what I, I like have to check going it out. on right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you can actually find the trailer to. Um, okay. The feature film is it's out there. The trailer is out there. It's called Power to the People. Um, right. And what I'll do is I'll post it to Blacktopia so that you all will be able to see it. And I think you'll really like it. Okay. And, you know, um, I've, well, after I'm doing Walter Dream of Jenna, I'm getting over called Luther and Ebony. And that's going to be my next one after I'm doing that. And I'm doing a couple shorts once. And I wrote a couple short stories for, for Black History Month. You know, because February is Black History Month and Valentine's Day, so I got a couple love stories I wrote, and I'm having an audition that um, I'm planning on doing a play of that one too, closer to Michigan too. Oh, nice! 
and you guys want to try out for it, let me know, you know. That sure will. Um, well, you got my name. If you just send me a message, you know, through social media, you know, we can check okay. you out. Okay, because I can't wait till this summer, you know, to get this, get myself off the ground, you know. But it's time to bring a black I Dream of Genie to life, you know, and I've been doing it for years, and I got a book I'm trying to revamp, too. And everybody said that, you know, because I got rehearsal Saturday and stuff, and and we're gonna we're gonna have a meeting on next month to get this get this going, and then after this, I hope it my production company would start out and get out there too, because you know I want everybody to be in my in my project too, and I got so many scripts I've been writing for years, and been, you know, and I'm ready to get this off the ground and get it out there so people can know that maybe I could be like another Tyler Perry or Spike Lee or Lee Daniels, all of them, all these brothers. Filmmakers and stuff. Well, absolutely. You know, life is too short. You got to try it, it out. It is. That's what I'm doing, you know, because I got to. I'm already in an acting class so over the summer and fall. And then, and like I said, you know, if, it turns, if everything turns out great, I'm going to. You guys want to be in it? Let me know. You got. I, I give you my. You know, I post it on there too. And if you guys want to be in it too. Okay, well, we wish you the best. Oh, yes, Walter, we're going to get to the next call, but uh, thank you for showing up. Thank you for calling. And, uh, Walter, I want to play a zombie in one of your, in in the new black uh, 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 Bewitched or whatever you got going on. I want to play a zombie. Hey, okay, that'd be good for Halloween, you know. Have Jenner walking yes, off a Halloween party and they get into the mess and stuff. <laughs> you always end one call uh, every time I think of you. That's another screw I wrote. You're in that one too, in the lead. Okay. Yes, yeah, send it and, over. I'm down. And, I'm down. Okay, you're playing uh, Skip, so we're looking for a female uh, like Maddie. So if you want to, if anyone want to try it out for Maddie, let me know. Okay. Mm. It's another yeah. romantic story. Absolutely. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, definitely, Walter. Thank you for calling up. We're going to go on to the next caller. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Okay. Thank you. Caller in the 704629. You're on the air. Who is this? Uh, yes, this is the uh, management for Tracy Morgan. We want to uh, send you a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Big woo. What's up, Jay? <laughs> we do well. <laughs> Oh, that was a, <laughs> Morgan, right on the head, man. That was a that was a great impression. I was in there dying laughing on that. <laughs> How you doing, Kim? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I just got finished doing the show. I, I wanted to tune in and, and check out uh, Jay the, the roundtable talk. I seen that you you guys were going to discuss uh, Jesse's uh, uh, Smollett. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I got a. Mm. I do have a question. I have a question. You <laughs> have uh, uh, actress on the line and and with some uh, fame of your own. I want to know what what would cause. Is there any amount of publicity? Because I don't want to jump to conclusion either. I don't want to jump to conclusion because I did that initially. Jump to uh, Jesse's side and then. Uh, 
uh, with this new information, you know, right. I went to the other side with it. But at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't see the reason. He can't be doing it for publicity because he's hot right now. He's on one of the right. hottest shows on TV. Plus, he's done movies. Uh, he's been in all kinds of stuff. He's singing. Uh, he's he's a he's a big name right now, and I don't, I just can't see the reason. And obviously, Empire said that, or Fox said that they weren't getting rid of him from the show. Uh, so I, I just can't I can't wrap my head around why he would do something like this. So I want to ask you, as an actress, as somebody in the business, what what would be is there anything that could send you send an actress or actor or somebody? Uh, in the business, over the top to want to fake an attack like this? Personally, I, in my opinion, I don't believe so because I'm just like you. I, I immediately jumped to his side until, you know, other information came out, and I was like, well, I don't, I don't know what to believe now. But it would have to be a very unhappy person or somebody that really needed some attention in some kind of way. Um, I couldn't see myself doing that because that's unwanted attention. You know, That's not the type of attention that I would want. Um, but there are so many people that have many things going for them. They have the fame, the fortune, but it's not enough. It, it doesn't fill some type of void in their life. So, I think it's something more. I think it's something more to that. Yeah, I, it's just it, it baffles me to to think. Or I don't. I really don't want to believe that he he um, faked this whole thing. I, I really don't right. because it, it's a career killer for him. And I mean, it was just so much yeah. good for him right now. And so I initially, when I heard it, like I said, I. I I thought things were a little – I felt skeptical about it because there wasn't any – number one, there wasn't any video in a, in a high – in an area that's really, you know, has a lot of cameras, and so it was really hard for the police to find them. So that, that gave me skepticism right there. But, again, I didn't want to jump to the thing that it was fake. Uh, he faked right. it. I believe it. But I guess we, we should all just be patient, wait, and see what the final thing is. Just because somebody – that they caught just because they said that he paid me, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think caught doing something like that. I would try to make up any kind of lie to say that right. you know, to out of it. So uh, I, I would just tell people to be patient, wait until the mm-hmm. police decision because they haven't really officially came out and said, you know, that he faked it. Um, they want to talk to him and they still, they still investigating it. So uh, I would just, uh, people to be be just be patient and wait right yes. because um also you know one of the brothers um was his was a personal trainer for him so <clears throat> they knew him yes but it could have been something more they could have been trying to blackmail him they he may not have done something they wanted him to do you know it could be all types of things that you know could be going on that we have no idea said, let's just, you know, stay tuned for what's to come. You know, there's got to be some more investigating done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I'm not going to hold up and, the phone um, line. 
Well, this is Adrian. I'm about to tell you my my take on Jesse, just because I I I I am a fan. Um, again, I don't want to jump to conclusions. Either way, it's just a lot of stuff that's not adding up. Even even the brothers with the so right. they are cutting a lot of his they are cutting a lot of his scenes. They said they mm-hmm. already cut um a big music production. They cut like five of his scenes and upcoming shows. They've not cut him completely out, but they are cutting him in a lot of stuff just in case. So they are taking action. Even though they said one thing is as of today is they're doing right. something else. Um and then the brothers are saying they were gonna get they got paid three you know, thirty five hundred dollars and were supposed to get another five hundred when they came back. So my thing is, what were you supposed to do for $4,000? Like, that's not a whole lot of money. $4,000 for two people to kidnap and attack somebody, knowing that your livelihood could be in jeopardy. Like, it just don't sound right to me, because it would take a lot more money. (laughs) Knowing he has a lot more money to even think about putting yourself in that type of situation. And then why would you come back from Nigeria after you done left? It's a whole lot of stuff going on that nobody really knows and hopefully we'll find out. But, again, who knows? But, yeah. <laughs> it basically comes that down to the story. Jesse told it was, like, people that he didn't know. So <laughs> kind of goes out the window when they're – and maybe he didn't know who it was because they had masks on. They had, exactly. And then maybe it'll come yeah. down to maybe they were attacking him trying to get – Something from him, or uh, mm-hmm. I don't—I don't know. It just seemed like if, if you were being robbed, if, if they were trying to rob you, it's one thing, you know, because he would—he would have mentioned that. He would have mentioned, yeah, they told me to give, give me that, my wallet, or give me the money, or give him some money, or whatever. But he mm-hmm. never—I don't think in his interview he ever said anything about them wanting uh, money. It was just was shouting racial slurs and and saying it was a MAGA country and. And and, mm-hmm. and and homophobic slurs toward him, so he didn't mention anything like it was a robbery. So right, I, I would say those two guys, even if they knew him, would still rob him. You know, it, right. it's not like just because right. we know yeah. you, we won't rob you because we know you famous, mm-hmm. we know you got money, we know you rich. So it just mm-hmm. really don't look good for him right now. And I I'm, I want to say that it don't look good, but yeah. I'm a whole judgment and. Until it's finalized. Yes, and I'm 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 with you. <laughs> right, right. But thank you guys for oh, yeah. taking my call. Oh yes, definitely. Also, before you nice go, is anything you, you want to plug? Oh yeah, uh, now now, Big Wolf, before we go to the next caller, is there anything you want to plug right quick? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Um, want to sh- uh, plug uh, the website BigWolfRadio.com. Uh, the Florida Poetry Shows Friday night at six o'clock. You can listen live at BigWoolRadio.com. Um, that's about it, man. Shout out my man James J T Thompson, Nima Shining Star L, Poetic Goddess Nine Renee, J B Mister Two Ninety Nine, Adonis Martin, Kendra D, uh, everybody at uh, Blacktopia, uh, and everybody is right now. We'll, uh, we'll, that's it. I'm gonna just shout out everybody and plug that. Uh, yes, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. All right. Appreciate it, man. All right. Let's go on to the next caller. Caller in the 773-553. You're on the air. Who is this? 
Good evening, Blacktopia. This is Lawyer Mikael from Chicago. How's it going? Hey, hey, how you doing? Man, what's going on, Jay? Hey, Adrian, hi, Kimberly. How y'all doing tonight? Great, thank you. I've been wanting to chime in on the uh, on the topic. This is my first time talking to you guys, so uh, I'm happy, you know, happy to be on the show and uh, just you know kick the bubble with you guys. I just came back from the gym torturing a few people. You know how we get it in, so. <laughs> oh yes, but, oh yes. Uh, I'm glad you finally called in. I've been trying to get you to man and, and drop some. Health tips, or, I mean, some workout tips or something, you know. Well, I'm about to drop a <laughs> nuclear bomb right now, so. Uh oh. In regards to the, uh, in regards to the Jesse Smollett thing, um, I'm just gonna put it out to you like this. I'm gonna keep it real and keep it raw with you guys. This dude got more holes in this story than a private fence surrounding a private property, man. Straight up. <laughs> Yes. I know my city. I'm born and raised in Chicago, from Chicago. I know how we get down out there. It gets very cold, and especially if you are anywhere downtown, especially near uh, Lake, uh, like Michigan Avenue or the Gold Coast, you're like right there by Lake Michigan. So that's a whole other level of frostbite. Mm a completely whole mm-hmm. other level of false bike. So if it's already minus 28 below, you might as well drop that a few more digits just by being right next to the lake. So instead of 28, you can say it's more like 40 or something. So with this guy being out at in those type of temperatures just to go to Subway, when all you had to do was called Grubhub or Fast mm. Rabbit or um, DoorDash or something to have it delivered, well, you probably would not even have it delivered in that type of weather. But just the fact that you could have had those options instead of stepping out there yourself, mm-hmm. that right there sounds suspect. Number two, the fact that he said at one point that they had on MAGA hats, that was the biggest tip-off about this story being garbage because Chicago right. is a democratic Chicago is a democratic fortress. Chicago is where machine, democratic machine politics was born and created. Mm-hmm. You will not see MAGA hats nowhere in Chicago. Nowhere in Chicago. Chicago is a democratic fortress. You will not see Mega hats. So when he said that, I already knew something was fishy about the story. They don't play that in Chicago. That's a Democratic stronghold. We're not going to see no mega hats running around out there. Then his story gets even more fishier with the fact that they got on mega hats and they got a noose. So let me just put this picture together for you. It's twenty eight it's twenty it's minus twenty eight in Chicago. And you got two dudes just happen to be walking around with MAGA hats and a noose. They conveniently spot you and then they supposedly assault you 
you're in the hospital. They probably took him to um, Illinois Masonic Hospital because that's the closest one for the downtown area. You take pictures, and all you have is hmm. a little scratch on the a little scratch on the one eye and a scratch on the other eye. And these guys mm-hmm. that attacked you wearing MAGA hats and got a noose, which implies that bleak. they mean business. So you're mm-hmm. implying that these guys is on some hate crime activity. Now, I don't know about you guys, but whenever there's been some racial hate crimes, the person on the wrong end of the business deal, they just don't have... One scratch on the eye here, one scratch on the eye there. You know, they look like they got beat up by 30 people. I mean, seriously, seriously hurt. Mm -hmm. This guy is chilling in a hospital bed with, oh, one scratch here and, oh, one scratch there. And okay, I'm, I'm mad at your voice change, though. I'm going to tell you that. I'm mad at your voice change. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> a noose, a noose, a MAGA hat, and bleach. Oh, I forget. Bleach. The bleach. Mm-hmm. Now, let's inject just a little bit of science here. If they're walking around with MAGA hats, a noose that they probably got from Ace Hardware or Home Depot, and bleach. Was it Clorox? We'll never know. But anyway, <laughs> they got bleach, and they're walking around, and they just conveniently spot. Well, first thing wrong is it's minus 28, but since we're near Lake Michigan, we're just going to give an estimate and say minus 35, minus 40. I'm sorry, but that bleach has become crystallized. So they're not pouring no bleach on you because that stuff is frozen by now. <laughs> so how are they going to pour frozen bleach on you when the bleach probably won't come out the bottle? Probably. But anyway, so this dude, so this dude, again, you get interviewed, and your story change up more than traffic lights. <laughs> There's no consistency whatsoever, but more importantly, evidence of the physical alteration, it looked like he got more into a cat fight with somebody than getting jumped by some racists. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if he truly got jumped by some racists, both eyes should have been black, nose should have been broken, jaw should have been no, busted and remember, broken. He said in an interview he fought back because he's the gay Tupac, so that means he handled himself. That's what he said. <laughs> wow. I got a bridge on 39 from Wabash I can sell you. How about that one? How much? Uh, yeah. $10 and four stamps. <laughs> well, well, I, 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 um, I agree with what everybody's saying, so I don't have anything different to say. But I just want to add on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, dang, I lost my train of thought. I was looking at something on the Facebook. 
Uh, I'm, I'm listening to the show, but I'm also working the the pages too as we you know interact with the fans. So I'm I'm not that good at multitasking. I, I need I'm a Gemini with two sides, but not neither one of them can do things at the same time. Sorry, I'll pass the mic back to you. I want you to work you. on that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now, Nanya, what were you saying? Well, that was, that was just my take on it. I don't um, I don't believe him. I think he's lying. And uh, he picked. He couldn't have picked the worst time to do this because racial tensions is already shaky at best. A lot of people are mad at Trump. A lot of people are mad at each other. And um, this dude. He has a repu- actually he has a reputation for coming at Trump on Twitter. He uh he has he's known to be beefing with Trump on Twitter. So for him to have that particular reputation for taking shots at Trump on Twitter, I mean taking vicious shots at Trump on Twitter, but then you turn right around and then you pull this stunt. And you have, and everybody believe that this is a hate crime because you talked about the news and the MAGA hats. So everybody automatically assumed that it was two white guys on the poor little cupcake. Instead, it wasn't two white guys. You got two Nigerians who are built like me or bigger. And even still, it had to be orchestrated. Because if they, if it was a real robbery or a real assault, you're not just going to go to the hospital with one scratch under each eye, especially with some dudes my size or bigger. It just doesn't work that way. This dude is lying like a rug. He's lying well, like a rug. Oh yes, yes, Jamal Lyon. That's his, that's his character's name too. Well, I want to. I want to. Now, this is what I was going to say. Um, with with him lying, it, with, with, with all the stuff that's saying, you know, is obvious he's, he's lying. Um, you know what I want to say? I want to say I'm not even mad at him for that, honestly. And I know I'm. I'm, I'm I know I'm, I'm. I'm sounding different uh, from a lot of people right now. But here's why. Here's why I'm not mad at that. Because white people have done that in the media to us. I know two wrongs don't make a right, and you make another right, you make a left. But at the same time, uh, it's it's it's. I guess it was our turn. I guess he didn't want to do that, but it, it, he rolled the dice, and it was his turn to do that. Well, I, on one hand, I can kind of see where you're coming from, but on the set, on another hand, I gotta disagree because it's a double whammy. He's not just black, but he's gay. So now. That makes the situation even more sensitive, I guess, or twisted, I guess. I don't know. So he's playing the angle of victimization, and he's trying to use that as leverage by gaining attention. And as they say in show business, any attention is good attention. I mean, but I don't, I don't I don't think that rule still applies. But this this yes, this ploy is this this ploy is really bad because we don't need 
the Phantom of the Opera, a.k.a. fake racial assaults because people are walking on landmines already. So you're gonna be the you're gonna be the trigger that set everybody off. Yeah, we don't I, need yeah, that. yeah, I don't need with that. Yeah, we don't. Uh, yeah, the climate is kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, I don't, I don't know what he was thinking or if he was thinking, but it seems to be that it was premeditated and. um his career might take a hit or it might take some of a hit, but gays run Hollywood, so they might not exactly cut him all the way out, but they might teach him a lesson, uh, make an example out of him, something along those lines. But he he just, that was just, that was just bad timing, bad timing, bad timing, bad timing. So, that's my conclusion on it. I don't believe this dude, and that was just a bad move all the way around. So I'm done. What's up with you guys? <laughs> definitely. Well, we're about to get ready to take a break, um, but definitely thank you for uh, for sharing that with us. I uh, hope you call back more often. You know, you say a lot of great things in the, uh, you know, on your wall and in Blacktopia. So you know, you're always welcome to, to, to chime in and join the discussion. Feel free to put me on the hot seat anytime, man. I'll take the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, we'll start, we'll hook that up very soon. Um, but, hey, you want to hang out with us a little longer? We're going we're gonna, to um, take a break. But when we come back, we got Butterfly Flow, and then we also want to get back into our topic and also ask Kimberly Newton some more questions. So uh, would you like us to keep you on or, or what? Yeah, keep me on. I'll stick around with you guys a little bit longer. It's cool. Okay, definitely, definitely. You're listening to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Adrian Charleston, and some guy named Jay with our guest, Kimberly Newsom. And uh, we get back from this break. We got Butterfly Flow. Also, if you want to talk to Kimberly Newsom, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1 if you're streaming from a link or an app or a third-party website. If you're already streaming from your phone, just press 1. We'll bring you on. All right, let's get into this break. I want to play the new song from Abiona, number one. And I'll meet I only can be one man queen. My love fashion, yes, but I'm not a magazine. And treat me like a royal queen. He's all I ever need. I told her I can cry on. The one I can rely on. Who is my king? My everything. Number one, I need my nickname. He is my king. He be there for me all time. I am his queen. And every queen deserves a king. In 
the love for say I'm not a magazine I'm treat me like a royal queen He is all I ever need A shoulder I can cry on Someone I can rely on He's the king by everything Number one and it's my name He is my king He be there for me all time I am his queen And every queen deserves a king Yo, what's up my people? This is Corey Big Woo Woods from Big Woo Radio And I truly hope you are enjoying this great program with some guy named Jay I know I am, but I'm here to tell you about other programs that you just might enjoy just as much that can be found on the Big Woo Radio Network. Live programs and podcasts like the Florida Poetry Show, which can also be found on iHeartRadio. It's a show where hip-hop and poetry meet every Friday at 6 p.m. and hosted by James J.T. Thompson and me, Corey Big Woo Woods. It's a show that brings you inspirational topics as well as a fun and poetic atmosphere. The guest list includes gospel singers, hip-gospel rappers, Poets, actors, authors, directors, motivational speakers, business owners, and more. We also encourage our listeners to call in to recite poems of their own and give their own testimony. So, don't miss out. Join the fun and be an inspiration to others. If you're a fan of sports, especially the NFL and NBA like I am, then you got to tune in to Off Topic Sports every Sunday at 6 p.m. to hear the latest sports news and the thoughts and opinions from the guests and hosts of the show. The Big Wheel Radio Network also has a program that will take you on a journey to the deep darkest, nastiest, and sexiest parts of your mind, body, and soul, and you'll enjoy every minute of being there. It's the Brutally Honest Show, on every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. with your host, Nima Shining Star L, the poetic goddess Nyana Renee, and JB Mr. 299. And oh, parental discretion is strongly advised. If this show was to be rated, it would be rated triple X. This show explores some of the sexiest topics that would get the average radio host arrested, but that's just the tip of what this show offers. This show gives you the largest selection of independent artists that come on the Brutally Honest show to have their music reviewed and critiqued by the host, and they always keep it brutally honest. The segments on Brutally Honest are what sets this show apart from any other show. Segments like Nyana's Sexy Thoughts, which should be self-explanatory. Dive Deep with Nima, a segment that brings the more serious topics to the show. Sometimes you might cry, sometimes you might get mad, but you will always be enlightened and informed when you dive deep in the mind of Nima Shining Star L. Then there is the 299 shout-out line with JB, Mr. 299. This segment is sure to make you cringe when JB does his infamous shout-outs. Listeners are also able to call and give their own shout-outs, or they can have JB shout-out on their behalf. 
but do this at your own risk. It will be offensive. And don't you dare forget about Kendra D and the Kendra D experience. She will return to the Big Woo Radio Network real soon with more interesting and entertaining topics and discussions than any other podcast ever. Now let's recap the Big Woo Radio Show lineup. The Bruliana Show, every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and parental discretion is mandatory. The Floridic Poetry Show, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern and be ready to be inspired and uplifted. Off-topic sports, every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Sports, news, opinions from hardcore sports fans, so leave your feelings at the door. The Kendra D Experience Podcast, keeping it all the way real. So listen live at BigWooRadio.com or listen to the replay of all shows on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes. Tune in or download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store. That's Big Woo Radio. A station for the people, by the people. Thanks for your support. Oh, yes. It's money to be made out here. Win big at the Lucky Panda. This is some guy named Jay, like I've always been. And I want to let you all know that you can win big money out here at the Lucky Panda Adult Arcade. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue, Charlotte, North Carolina. Right off the plaza. Open seven days a week, days and nights. So come on out. The Lucky Panda has skill games, fish games, and more. Including weekly raffles and drawings. So there are plenty of chances for you to win big money. Lucky Panda also serves free food to the players on Saturdays, so come on out. Again, that's the Lucky Panda, and that's Panda spelled with a 9 instead of a P. Located 2610 Clemson Avenue in Charlotte, North Carolina right off the plaza. Come on out and win big. See you there. Yeah, what's up? It's your girl, Linda B. Let me find out you got that big boy TV, but you only get in hospital station. Uh-uh. Let me find out you got that flat screen TV plugged up to a converter box because you're too cheap to get cable. Let uh-huh. me find out every week you down at the bootleg man trying to get new movies because you're running out of stuff to watch. Shame on you. I'm here. That's what I do. You want cable? Hit me up. Oh, Bill, no problem. I got you. Cable too high? I got you. Dun, 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 dun. We can do this a few ways. You can either call me, I can call you, 937-287-0736, or you could go to my website, lindaebrown.acndirect.com, or we could do a three-way call. What? A three-way call? We could even do a three-way call. Shut the Hit me door. up today, and you can have cable tomorrow. Yeah, I got your back. And remember, with God, all things is possible. Have a good day, world, and I'm out. Damn, girl. I ain't seen you in a long time. You done lost some weight. That's right, girl. Child, I've been using this new product, Total Life Changes Tea by CurvyButHealthy.com. That's how I lost the weight. Child. Now, wait a minute, girl. So all you saying I got to do is drink this tea and I can go to the bathroom and piss these calories out of me? Well, not quite. What it does is speed up your metabolism, curb your appetite, and give you the nutrients your body needs so that it can help you shed the pounds. And, girl, you can lose the weight and keep them curves, too. Well, girl, that's exactly what I need. I'm trying to look good in my bikini when I go down to the beach. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com right now and order about 10 cases of that tea. Yes, yes. 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 Order Total Life Changes Tea from curvybutthealthy.com today. Yeah. I'm going to go to curvybutthealthy.com and order about 10 cases of that tea.
I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. I'm going to go to CurvyButtHealthy.com. Oh, yes, we're back. Welcome to the second half of Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with your host, Adrian Charleston. And some guy named Jay. And we also have our guest, Kimberly Newsom, actress. Oh, yes. And uh, all right, so you know what time it is. It's time for Butterfly Flow. Hey. Butterfly. Hey. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so hey, everybody. This is Adrian Charleston with today's Butterfly Flow. And I've been... You know, I come up with my butterfly flow pretty much right before Jay says it's time for butterfly flow. Um, And today I was toying with talking about hating and being hated on or forgiveness. So I'll just talk about hating and being hated on. I might talk about forgiveness next week because that's a... uh, Yeah, that's something that we'd have to delve way into. But, um, yeah... So so what people don't understand, or maybe they do understand, because, you know, you hear the term, oh, they hating on me, I'm being hated on, and a lot of the times, no, that's not what it is. Like someone can honestly not like you or not like what you're doing without hating on you. Hating on someone is more of you're doing great things, it's wonderful, it's, it's good for everybody, and somebody's like, Oh, they ain't all that. Oh, I could have done something like that. Oh, that's not, you know, they just have negative stuff to say for no reason. Now, if somebody just doesn't like you and they say, I don't like that person, I don't deal with them, that's not hating. That's just stating a fact. That's not putting them down. That's not saying what they're doing is bad. It's not, you know, has nothing to do with it. And those are two different things. And sometimes people are saying they're getting hating on, Nobody's paying them any attention. Sometimes they're just talking. <laughs> and then, as one of my good friends uh, said, because, you know, I, I, I asked this question actually on Monday, um, yesterday, on my page, and she was like, well, if you're getting hated on, you're doing something right. Because sometimes when you are excelling and you're moving forward, people do begin to hate on you because it is that, you know, she's not all that or who do you think you are type of thing instead of the genuine I really don't mess with you. So there is a difference. And um, just know, just know the difference of somebody not liking you or not liking what you're doing. And just because someone doesn't like what you're doing or what you've done, it still doesn't always mean that they're hating. They just may not like what whatever it is you produce. It's not for everybody. Everything is not for everybody. So I'm of the adage of, People are free to dislike. People are free to voice their dislike, but it turns into hating when it's more of a personal attack and there's no reason or meaning behind it. So with all of that said, uh, just let it be known that uh, Adrian is not a hater. I don't hate. I don't hate on people. I might not like you. I might not deal with you. (laughs) Because, you know, just like Cardi B, if I see you on speak, you know the rest, but I ain't hating on you. I just don't deal with you. <laughs> so, yeah, so there it is. That is uh, tonight's Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Thank you all for listening. 
yes, oh yes. I I, I also want to add on to that too. The difference between uh, not liking somebody and being mad at somebody, you know, because mm. uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people think like uh, like you can when you're mad at somebody, it means you like them, but you're just mad at them, you know. Uh, right. But right. if you don't like somebody, you know, if you like somebody, you ain't mad at them, you just don't like them. Like, no, nah, I ain't mad at them. I I just don't like them anyway, you know. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. When you're mad with somebody, you like them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, yes. <laughs> like, if you, if you and, care and to have emotion about it, you you still care about that person and everything. But if you nothing them and it's just like, eh, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and also, just to add on to the hating thing, too. The the different people knowing the difference and things like that. Well, you know, a while back uh, there was a a member in Blacktopia that uh, I, I know a lot of the new people don't know who this is, and that's great. And I'm not going to mention the person's name, just the situation. Good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I've learned, Adrian. I don't do that stuff no more. But uh, <laughs> but back then, uh, <laughs> when I didn't know any better, you could just when it was when people knew they could get under my skin, I they just they they were just saying things because they wanted to see me do rants in the group and make myself look stupid. Mm-hmm. I used to fall for it. Uh, so, yeah, I used to fall for this stuff. But uh, somebody inboxed me. I used to do it in my inbox, too. He used to pick on me. and Not pick on me, but, you know, trying to get you. I'm going to see what you're going to say. Get so, a rise uh, out of you. Yeah. So somebody inboxed mm-hmm. me about this particular person and said something about the person. That they also made music. And uh, and mm-hmm. I say, I replied, nah, that music was hot. And then they were like, well, I right. thought you didn't like him. And, and I was like, no, 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 I, I, I don't like him, but his music is hot. I ain't hating. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's two separate things. I'm not hating on his music. Yeah, I, that that was some hot music. I ain't going to lie. But, no, he a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. F him. <laughs> he ain't no good. But <laughs> as, a hot person, <laughs> as a person, <laughs> an individual, and a human being. But, no, his music cool. No. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> for real. And I wasn't saying that to be funny or anything like that. I, I, right. I, I hey, music was banging. <laughs> right. right. All right. Yeah. Now I know some people. I see some people hanging up in and out the queue oh, as we wait doing butterfly flow and stuff. No, it's fine. But uh, and and I, during the commercials too. So I I know those commercials seem like they were long, extra longer than what they normally is, don't they? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we gotta have to. I'm gonna I'm I'm shave them around or something. But uh, yeah, but yeah, streamline. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you all are welcome to call back. Uh, if you're if you're still listening in on the app or a link or third party websites that that got the link on it, just give us a call nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two and press one. Now, again, that's nine two nine. Four seven seven three eight seven two and press one. If you're streaming from the uh, phone, if you've already called the number, just press one and we'll bring you on. We're also bringing Kimberly Newsom back on. Hi, I'm here. Oh, oh, yeah, good, <laughs> good. Um, I got some more questions too, but we're also going to get back to the topics as well. We're going to bounce back and forth from the topics and the uh, the questions, you know. So, uh, okay. so yeah, you, you get back in the hot seat. I know, I know you're getting too hot. Well, the hot seat needs to be hot because it's cold outside. So, um, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
And I'm here in Atlanta, so yes. It is cold here, yes, so I know it's even colder there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Now, yeah, you, actually, you actually answered my uh, next question. I was going to say, are you in Atlanta? Because I, 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 for some reason, thought you were in Florida or Pensacola, Florida. I am, I'm, I'm in Atlanta. Okay, okay, good, good. Well, that takes that takes the next question out, too, because I'm going to ask about <laughs> the acting opportunities. But I know in Atlanta they, 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 there's plenty. So <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, we also plan on having uh, one of the official uh, meet and greets conferences or whatever we're going to call it uh, retreats for Blacktopia in Atlanta as well. So once we do, you know, yeah, you're you're a Blacktopian and you're in Atlanta. So hey, let's you know come on out and meet and greet and stuff. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Actually, before I get back to my other questions, Adrian, is there anything you'd like to ask? Um, no, not right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, okay. Well, um, well, Kimberly, let me ask you: Is there any uh, what what are three milestones you've had in your career so far? And um, yeah, just three three major big milestones. And it doesn't have to necessarily be acting roles per se or anything like that, but just it, just being in that business in general. It could be meeting somebody or networking with somebody or any kind of. Uh, well, you know what your milestones. I can't tell you. You tell us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say within the Power to the People movie. I was supposed to be a background extra. And my resume um, showed that I have some military experience and that I have firearms experience. So with that being said, I, I actually landed a role just by having that experience. And it really, it really did something for me. You know, I I was like, wow, you know, you know, I was asked, I was like, hey, Kimberly, it says here that you have some military experience. And I was like, yes. You know, (laughs) director was like, quit lying. (laughs) I was like, so I don't look like I had military experience. (laughs) Uh But, um, but, um, He's like, so what kind of weapons do you have you fired? I was like, okay, you know, back then when I was in the military, it was a, um, a, a, a A1 assault rifle, uh, well, semi-automatic. But and then I have a nine millimeter. He was like, so you, so you have your own nine millimeter? I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and he was like, um, he was like can you take it apart in eight seconds? And I was like, I can do it in six. So, <laughs> you know, hey, so that actually landed me that role. So I would say that's one of the milestones because it got my, me my first speaking role, which, you know, oh, once wow. you get your first speaking role, you know, it just it just goes from there, you know. So um, that has done a lot for me. Um by getting that speaking role, and I think once that movie comes out, it's it's really gonna um, catapult me where I want to be. 
Um, and, hmm, I don't know of any other milestones yet, but they're coming. I believe that. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I said they're coming. <laughs> oh, they are coming. You know, because this, yes. this movie, Mattapan, that I'm filming the first weekend in March, I'm going to be co-starring in that film. It's an independent film, but I look at it, I'm like, wow, I'm going to be co-starring in that film. <laughs> so I am, just, I am just so excited. I'm going to do a, 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 a Jay, because this is what he always does. He always shout out people that you may or may not know. Do you know Sean Singletary? He goes by Chamber 7. He's out in Atlanta acting and stuff as well. I don't. I don't. He is in Blacktopia. I'm going to introduce you all, just, you know, networking, okay. get to know each other, see what. I know he, I actually talked to him the other day, and he's working, trying to do an independent film, and mm-hmm. you never know. So <laughs> You never know. Yeah. I would be happy yeah. to network with Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And you, you would probably be great for that, for I can't tell you the idea because we're on the radio, but I think you would be looking at your pictures and listening to your voice. I think this, there there might be something in that for you. <laughs> hey, I am That's all, all I'm for it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Well, yes, you sir. know, I also want to you know. Speaking of speaking of pulling a J, I was actually going to pull a J later. Uh, and I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna drop a name, so I'll do it now since we're doing it. Then we want to get the, the next caller, uh, Felicia Rivers. She's in Blacktopia. She's in South Carolina, and um, she has a lot of projects. Well, first of all, are you familiar with GT One Productions? No, I'm not. Okay, she has several movies on Amazon Prime that you can stream. And really? She's in Blacktopia. I'll have to check that yes. out. Yes, ma'am. She's a director and she's a writer, and um, she's always like she she cranks out movies like how some rappers crank out mixtapes. Like she because she put out a movie like like seem like every quarter. So uh, she's wow, that's busy. amazing. Yes, yes. So uh, so I I definitely want to you know perhaps link you two uh, up as well. Um, and she stayed like I say you can stream them on Amazon Prime. Uh, the last, mm-hmm. well, no, that's not, it's not the last movie, but one of the more recent films she put out was called The Ugly Friend uh, on Amazon Prime. You can also stream that on the Blacktopia mobile app as well. Uh, so, okay. so definitely do that. Check her out, and, and you'll, you'll, you know, rub elbows and grease the wheels, however it's called, and perhaps it'll be <laughs> get on an Amazon Prime movie. Yeah. I I really do. I have Amazon Prime. I, I you know I have all those things, and I rarely get a chance to watch. But when I do have a chance to watch, is is I would prefer, you know, to watch some of my you know, my black directors, my black writers' films. I, I really do prefer it. Um, um, I actually have been referred. Um, have, I've had a lot of referrals to watch a lot of um, independent films, and they're really good. A lot of them are really, really good. Um, but I, I'm excited. I'm excited, and I thank you guys for um, 
for giving me the information because, like I said, I am just a sponge. I want to learn everything that I can. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I'll definitely connect you. Felicia Rivers, yes, she's another black director and writer, and she's cranking out movies on Amazon Prime left and right. So I'm going to definitely tag you in the post. Or, I mean, excuse me, tag her in the post uh, uh-huh. that we're doing for the show, and then perhaps y'all could network and, and make it happen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. All right. Let's go ahead and take this call. They've been waiting patiently. Caller in the nine one nine five six one. You're on the air. Who is this? Jay, how do you not know this phone number by now? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, Raven, Raven, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Hey. I'm a, I almost want to feel some kind of way about that, but I'm not going to. It's a full moon. Oh, no, wait, no, wait. And I'm. Wait, let me say. And I have. To, oh, sorry. <laughs> what? No, go ahead. Oh, let me say this right quick, Raven. You know that nine one zero number that keeps popping up? That's been doing that all year, and I just found out that that Adrian. I was like, Dad, why? Who is this nine one zero number that be waiting early? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. So okay. That's some Jay. Don't, don't say, mean, when I do something, I'm, don't tell the punchline. I'm, I'm just Jay. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still gonna feel a way about it, but at least, at least my, at least my, at least my little bite won't be as poignant as I was going to go in. I, I'll give you a little leniency, but I still have to feel some kind of way about it. But um, hello, everybody. How is Blacktopia tonight? Hey. Oh, yeah. oh, look at y'all. Okay, it's a party. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Is there oh. anything you wanted to talk about tonight? Tonight, well, I heard that you yes, already yes. talked about, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bring, we're not going to do that. I'll, I'll post a meme that I think is appropriate for the way that I'm feeling about that whole situation. Um, okay. And I'm speaking about the, I'm talking about the Jesse situation because I know you already talked about it. I will not rehash what has already been said, but um, I'm trying to think what has happened. Hey, you know what we have to talk about? Uh Uh-oh. How do we we feel about Cap and his decision to settle? Have we talked about that? Uh, No. We have not. Uh, So... Actually, um, I didn't I, know. I hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> right, right. And, and I understand why, you know, it might not be necessarily on people's radars because it's kind of like, like the delayed whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I know, yeah. I know that, you know, I've been talking to people just about, you know, boycotting in general, protesting in general, and, um, you know, just kind of mobilizing the black community and knowing what mm-hmm. our purchasing power and recognizing our purchasing power, et cetera, et cetera. And why do we keep waiting for these companies to mess up before right. we start thinking about patron, you know, our patron, patronage to black businesses when you could just be doing that all year round, all the time, period. Anyway, that's that's one topic. But specifically about CAP, I know that, you know, some people are feeling, you know, certain ways about it. I know some people are extremely happy for him that, you know, he's got that settlement. 
And then I know other people are kind of like, well, you did all that for what? You sold out and still, you know, settled. And then I know some people are just kind of like, whatever. Because I don't mm-hmm. even know, truthfully, how many people are really still 100% NFL protesting, boycotting anyway. Like, you know, I know people who started out maybe strong and were like, you know, we're not going to do anything affiliated with the NFL, no, no Sunday ticket, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, that's kind of waned, I feel like, in the last few years, you know. I think the height of this stuff started happening in 2016. We're now in 2019. Um, you know, I don't know. I just, it would be interesting to hear what people think about it. I still boycott it. I haven't watched it. Well, I hadn't watched Super Bowl, didn't watch any of it. So, I mean, that's just me because it wasn't, the protest wasn't, well, for some people it was about Kaepernick and it was about kneeling. But it, what he started it for was not for himself, nor was it about the flag. It was about um, police brutality and black people being killed by the police. So I still believe that there should be something or something that we should be doing about that. And if, you know, so I have not watched football, but they did say the Super Bowl was the lowest watched in I forgot how many years or decades or whatever. So some people are still boycotting a lot of it, but there are people right. who went back. Some people didn't even stop. Let's just be honest. Some people right. just, I, I got to have my football, just like, you know, just like Floyd Mayweather got to have his Gucci. I mean, I'm just saying nope, there are just nope, people nope, who nope, are just nope, going nope, to. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot I wasn't on mute. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> That mute button is our friend. I'm trying to tell you. It is. Okay. It is. But, but, but I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, every everybody's different. People have and live by their own stuff. Right. And, you know, I, I do what right. I do for my reasons, and I can't make anybody or push anybody to do things for my reasons. So. Facts. Facts. Yeah. So, and I did want to talk I, about Floyd. That's why I brought that up. But go ahead. Oh, right, yeah. No, I definitely want to discuss that too if you have not already discussed it. But um no, you know, I have not. <laughs> okay. But also, you know, following back about what you said about, you know, the Super Bowl being the lowest rated um Super Bowl or watched Super Bowl um in a while, like what does that indicate truly? Like could it right. have just also been the fact that people didn't like the teams that were playing? You know what I'm saying? Like, that could have been an issue. Could people really not have been feeling what was about to happen, you know, during a halftime show, whatever? Like, right. what else was it really? That's number one. And then number two, something that I find consistently across the board when we start talking about boycotting and protesting things, it's we never have very clear and concise defined parameters. We're going to do right. this until this, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like because of that, like you just said, we all protest in our own different ways, right? But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that protesting in our own different ways, is that really as effective as we could be? Like, I feel like the reason why Mm. a lot of the boycotts that happened, you know, back in the 60s and the 70s to, um, you know, appeal for about segregation and Jim Crow laws after um, segregation we were trying to integrate, it was because they had a definitive start time 
And we are mm-hmm. not stopping until this happens. Until so, for example, yeah. exactly, the Montgomery um, boycott, bus boycott, was strictly because they were like, no, these are our demands, and until we get these demands passed, that's it. We are not riding mm-hmm. a single bus. And because it was so clearly defined, I feel like that's why it was, one of the reasons why it was so successful. They also had 100%, almost 100% buy-in from that entire community. Right. That's another reason why it happened. So is it, even, is it even effective to say that the way that we boycotted back then is even effective now? Like, I feel like to some degree that there's not, you know, and in, in, in the politics of boycotting, like what does that look mm-hmm. like to effectively have, you know, an effective, effective boycott campaign? Like what does that mm-hmm. look like? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I'm really asking that question because it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Quite like I said last week, most people, the most common commoners like us ain't, Buying no Gucci and no Prada, and what's the new one nope. that just came out with the damn? What's the one that just came out today with the dang on noose? Um, I forgot the name of something no, else Burberry. I don't buy. Burberry. There Burberry. we go. Something right. else I've so never bought. Exactly, exactly <laughs> my point. But then it's hard. It's hard to stand behind that when all of a sudden you have a Mayweather going, I'm a so-and-so and so-and-so and so and blah 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 blah. I got the money. The I'm going to do it. Right. So, okay, I talked a lot. So, go ahead, folks. Great. Oh yeah, Raven said some great things. I I totally agree. Uh, I was I should have been taking notes because certain uh, a couple of points I wanted to add on (laughs) to what she was saying. Um, uh, uh, I'm gonna make you do that. You know, I'm gonna make you do that, Jay. I'm gonna make you do that. Yeah. I'm gonna start taking notes. (laughs) Oh man, I I should add on it. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to mail you a Blacktopia notebook. Seriously, I am. He has a oh, butterfly yeah. flow notebook that he can use and write in that. How about that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I've been I'm using that. I've been writing something. Oh yeah, uh, and definitely I'll get those butterfly notebooks too. Definitely <laughs> go to that That's exactly what it is. But yes. was it in oh, regards yeah. to the NFL? Was it? Did you have certain feelings about Kaepernick? Did you have certain feelings about, you know, the NFL protests in general? Was that is that sparking anything? Yeah, thank you. That's yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah, because it seems like a lot of people don't know what it was about, and, and what Adrian said, that's what it was originally for—the p- police brutality and things like that. And why should we, you know, stand for the country and this and that? <clears throat> and then every then. The regular people that watch football put their own. Oh well, I'm not going to watch mm-hmm. the NFL so they start seeing the cap right. It's like even Cap wasn't even standing for himself. It was for the it was for the right. for a greater cause, you know. And, and a lot of people, that. yeah, they they overlook that. And and another thing that kept confusing me. I spoke about this on a previous show that they were talking about they're going to boycott the uh, the halftime show. And I'm like, what? Like you, you, right. they, that, that's missing the point. Boycott the whole mm-hmm. show, not oh, I'm just not gonna watch the halftime. That did you have y'all always boycott the halftime? That's when you get up and take a piss and go anyway. Now, Jay, what I was saying <laughs> about that is that I heard 
specifically that it was a lot of, um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Antelonians, so people who live in Atlanta, I heard that they were specifically going to boycott because there weren't any Atlanta artists that were asked to feature on the Super Bowl. So that was one part of what I heard in terms of super about um, boycotting specifically the um, Super Bowl, uh, the halftime show this year. Mm, Kimberly, they Kimberly. I mean, they had they had my boo Sleepy Brown. I'm just saying, but, and Big Boy. I'm sorry, that was Big late, Boy. But that was late. Yeah. But that was late yeah. in the game. They weren't headliners. Like people were upset no, they that they, they didn't weren't. get right. They didn't get Atlanta-based artists to headline. So I know people were upset yeah. about that. Well, I did. I did. Um, yeah, I'm here. So I did hear a couple of those things, you know. But you know, there were many artists. You know, maybe it was because mm-hmm. they weren't at first, because there were many um, artists who turned down um, right. headlining the show um, right. as a, you know, as a part of the. Um, to be solidarity. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so. Um, right. Maybe you're correct in saying, you know, they weren't asked first, you know, or right. they're not headliners, you know. But, um, but I, you know, it was here in Atlanta. Anytime there's something here in Atlanta, the the Atlanta crew, they want to be there. They want to be the ones to oh. represent their town. So, and they should. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But... Yeah. Mr. J, let's go back and get that that brain working. What else would you <laughs> want to talk about? Yeah, I forgot. Um, I know I had a, I yeah, had a moment where I went off talking about. Go ahead. Hello? Oh, no. You know, you tell me because I, I, I want to remember. I also <laughs> went off and kind of went on a rant about why do we always have to wait for companies to do us wrong before we start um, yes. endorsing and supporting our black-owned businesses, period? We can just do that, period, across the board, right. 365 days. Um, I'm sure you probably had something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to agree with you again uh, and say, yes, we certainly should do that. We, it's like we always post up these memes and all that stuff when when we get done wrong we should just be doing it anyway mm-hmm. you know uh, exactly. and you know and I also want to say with Blacktopia uh, with the concept of Blacktopia it's not a Black Lives Matter thing of course it, it, I mean even though Blacktopia the group is exclusively for us uh, I um, when I was tr- when I was trying to get that off the ground back in 2015 and 2016 mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's when all a lot of those shootings were going down. Um, before the shooting went down, though, when Blacktopia existed, uh, when I was, you know, when it was new, when I was trying to get people excited about Blacktopia and, and supporting black businesses and this and that, and, and we need to, uh, you know, just kind of uh, create our own ecosystem and things like that, nobody cared. Even the people who care didn't care. Uh, uh, they, just, they just did not see it, didn't care. Now, fast forward to all these police shootings and all these uh, white businesses doing us wrong. Now they all think Blacktopia is a great idea and they're joining the group and they're saying, <laughs> yeah, Blacktopia. I was like, okay, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> you know? It's mm-hmm. like, why couldn't we right. not have to wait for tragedy? You know? Right. 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 
mm-hmm. I feel like when you have I feel like when you have an opinion that is like hard to endorse and carry carry forward that your popularity the popularity about that opinion is always going to be lower. So for example, um anybody who watched the the Killer Mike episode on Netflix. It was episode 2, I believe, where he tried to buy black for 3 days straight, right? Mhm. And he had he had so I, if you haven't seen it, you have got to see it. It's um yes. what is it? Tr- something thought I can't remember uh, the name of it. Don't know the name. There you yeah, go. Trigger, trigger warning. warning. Yep. So trigger warning on Netflix in a killer mic um special where he has episodes where he tries to tackle on, you know, a certain specific topic and then it shows him trying to tackle that on. I think it's episode one or two, I think it's two. Where it's he tried more, to buy black. Yes, he tried to buy black for three days. And he's had such a hard time. And, but at the same time, I think there were so many things that were easy about it. I think that there were so many things that, you know, buying black, I mean, there's a whole catalog right now that's going, mm-hmm. that's circulating, percolating. Um, I know that there was a challenge that I was participating in on Instagram that was like a buy black challenge um, for the month of February. And no, actually, it started in January. And yeah. I think and Jay, it's so has much a, Jay has a catalog now. as well. Right. There's a Black Tokyo right. catalog. There is. With, uh, yep. And we featured <laughs> oh, that yeah, in the group, if I, if I recall, correct. So mm-hmm. I just feel like, but I feel like, I feel like convenience. It's it's all about convenience too, right? Like we just want, readily want something available. So if it's not readily available, then it's hard, and then oh, I'm not going to do it. You know what yeah, I mean, and then therefore, and that's why it's impossible. Like you know what I mean, like how you said that you were trying to do that. You know, just even a matter of not even a half a decade ago, and it was like people were looking at you like, "What are you talking about?" And here we are in right. 2019, and people are like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, and I think a lot like it that has to do. With, I hate to say it, our people were not just lazy. Like just regular ways, we're also kind of. I hate to say it, that y'all could you, you press one if you did you disagree. I think we're a lot, a lot of intellectually lazy too. You know, uh, we don't do a lot of research. We don't do a lot of legwork if it's not convenient. Uh, like a lot of, like you know, like with my diet uh, being vegan, it's a lot of stuff that we already eat. A lot of people that already eat that's already vegan, but they just don't think of it that way. But uh, but sometimes I'll get people that'll hit me up on Instagram, and they'll be like, "Is this vegan?" And I say, "Oh, you gotta do it. Like, mm-hmm. flip it over. Let me see it back." And I, yeah, that's vegan because you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, you don't have to ask me. You could you could do it yourself. You know, a lot of things. Right. You know. Well, I think a lot of a, a lot too has to do with the fact that we just as people in general, not just black folk, but folk. Okay we have allowed ourselves to be brainwashed by what is and not question and not challenge what we've been force-fed. So I don't, think, I, I don't think a lot of Americans know how to read labels. I don't think a lot of, lot of Americans even have the, have the gumption or the want to to read a label because how much more energy do you have to expend in a grocery store to sit and actually take the time to read a label than just putting something in your cart and getting out of there, right? Yep. So 
Well, I mean, it's also just part of the fact that we just get force-fed stuff, and we, we've been basically brainwashed to not challenge. So now all of a sudden when you step outside and you challenge, just like you were saying in 2015, it was like, well, what are you doing that for? Why do we care about black bone businesses? Same thing about reading labels. Well, why do I need to care about this? They said it's chicken. No, honey, that's, that's genetically modified probably rat at this point. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, we, grew, we grew up on McDonald's feeding us pink slime and we had no freaking clue, okay? Like, but if you don't examine and you don't challenge, you don't know. Right? I don't know. That's yeah. a whole other topic. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, a lot of people don't challenge. A lot of people don't. Uh, we just, uh, yeah, we get lazy. Americans, not just black Americans, it's Americans, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, anybody that's streaming from your phone, oh, Raven dropped. Well, definitely, Raven, if you want to jump back on, definitely do so. If you're streaming from the link, anybody listening, if you're streaming from the link or streaming from an app or streaming from a third party, give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is press 1. We'll bring you on. We got Kimberly Newsom on talking about acting projects, and we're also talking about uh, 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 Jamal Lyon and the other stuff. And Oh, here, here's Raven. Let's bring Raven back on. And, and I do want to say before you start uh, talking again, I was talking to somebody in the group, and she kept saying that when she called, it was telling her that there are no shows. And so I gave her the number again, and she called the number again, and she said it keeps, like, it won't let her through, and it's telling her she can't get through. Oh, wow. I don't know what's <laughs> yeah, going on. So that... Huh. What did you say, Raven? Yeah, it's not. I said that's not nothing but the devil on a full moon. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So just letting you know, so it might be happening to some people. Well, tell people to. This is a great time that if they're having problems being able to log in, that they take their concerns and post them in the group. So we could be watching the group at the same time and kind of having that moment and that opportunity to bring those issues still onto the radio. That's the reason why why we have both a Facebook group and a radio show so that those two environments can be seamless. So, yeah, tell them absolutely. I am correct. Thank God. I love it when I'm correct. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. So if you're listening and you can't get on, let us know, and we'll see what we can do. You can also post your uh, your questions. If you have any questions for Kimberly, post it in that uh, on that page on that uh, post, and we'll talk we'll talk to Kimberly about it. She's also in the group too, so she can probably just read, scroll, and see it herself and <laughs> say, "Oh, okay, well, I answer that." But uh, but we'd love to do it on the air though. So uh, so definitely do that if you're in the chat room. Uh, post your you know your questions, comments, anything in the chat room. I know Tammy Thomas is in there holding it down, listening to it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so certainly do that. Kimberly Newsom. Yeah. Kimberly Newsom. Oh, yes, you've been uh, you've been very quiet 
uh, the, the lately. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing the role of a monk right now. Well, well, you know, normally I'm in bed pretty early. Because I, I still oh, have yeah. my day job. I still have my day job, you know. That's right. That's right. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but oh. hopefully I will be able to quit that day job sometime soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Put that you out will. there. Put it in the universe. That's yes. right. You oh. know, um, I work for the federal government, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, I yeah. I yeah, oh so I am so ready to leave that place, you know. Mm-hmm. With the, with the acting, it doesn't even feel like I'm working, but mm. you know, I just want to do something that I love. So that's awesome. Yes, and it allows you to do something that you love until what you love is able to do everything you need. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Ah. That's awesome. <laughs> Oh yes, yes, it is. Now, now let me ask this, Kimberly. Are you also uh, are you also thinking of? uh, Well, I know there's lots of opportunities in Atlanta, and um, and I also believe there's also like I know you have uh, Miss Coney doing a lot of the legwork, but you know there's also like websites I believe that you can join, and then but I think you I think you might have to pay for them or something like that, where they actually uh, send you stuff where you can actually go and audition. Or you learn about stuff that right. anybody else does. Are, are, are right. you familiar um, with those sites? Are you um, with with some of them, like Actors Access, um, backstage. Um, there's also on Facebook, uh, um, a speaker speaking roles only on Facebook. Um, hmm. And there's central casting um, right here in downtown Atlanta. Um, so, yes, yeah, so those things are definitely available. And one of the great things about living here in Atlanta is that there are a lot of small groups here of actors and writer-directors, you know, and, and they, they all seem to know each other. And once you start mm-hmm. networking here, you get to learn a lot of those names, which is which has been great. Oh yes. oh yes, and I Great. and speaking of networking, I will be in uh, Atlanta in April, so maybe I'll get to connect with you or meet up with you at some point doing a poetry event down there. So, oh, that would yes. be great. That would be awesome. Yes, I will let you know. I just sent you a friend request as well. So, okay, Jay, put the clap yeah, yeah. um audio in there. Oh yeah, I was I was trying to make you sing, the clap. Uh, <laughs> all right, now we're, we're, we're getting close close to the end, and we got a caller in the queue. Uh, I think I know who this is, but I, I don't want. I, we'll, we'll, we'll find Uh-oh. out. Don't call do it. Don't, don't call, do it. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm going to do it. But caller in the seven zero four six zero six. You're on the air. Who is this? Oh, no, that's a good one, I think. It's Brandon. What's up, John? You guessed it. Hey, right. Brandon. Hey, how are you doing? Brandon. How's everybody I'm doing? doing well. Good. Great. Um, I didn't really hear the segment. Um, I had a lot of technical difficulties going on, but uh, I just wanted to say to Kimberly, keep doing what you're doing uh, and pursuing your career to the fullest. And um, 
being a um, positive advocate for um, black kids and even adults. You know, that's it. Thank you. I was thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Brandon. You know that. Yeah, I love you too, Adrian. Yes, we love when you call in. Oh yes, definitely. Thank you. Uh, we we always appreciate it, man. And be safe on the road. Yeah, oh, thank you, thank you. Oh yes, oh yes. I I got one more thing to say, uh, Kimberly, before we uh, wrap this up. Um, are all of you? And I was gonna ask this earlier. Are all of the gigs you do? Um, are you are you? If, if, I'm just gonna ask you on air. Are you compensated for them or? Are they pro bono, or is it like some get paid a royalty later, or something like that? How does that work, or the or can we not talk about that? Or, or what? What's the? Well, right the now difference? there's there's two in the works where I do, I will be getting compensated. Yes, take um, that money back. Yes, yes. 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 I'll, yes. I'll be getting compensated, which is a great thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good. Now, are you open to doing any kind of uh, free, pro, is it, what do you call it, pro bono? Well, that's not if you're actor, they don't call it pro bono, do it. What do they call it when they, when it's a free gig and you're doing it just to keep your name out there? Would you, would you, what do they call that? Uh, would, you, would you be? I have done several just to get, like, IMDB credits, like to just get credits, mm-hmm. because a lot of times that's better than money. Because you're yeah. you're adding that to your resume and mm-hmm. and um, having your name in the credits somewhere, even though you didn't get paid, those credits mean mean a lot when you look look up an actor or actress under their IMDb mm-hmm. credits and see what they have, you know, see what kind of work they've been doing. So um, oh. I, I've been getting quite a bit of those. They're not on my IMDb page yet because you. Have to wait until they're released, and then they oh, add them wow. to your credit. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because uh, you don't know worry about the IMDb. Oh yes, with uh, Felicia Rivers, or the the stuff that she does on Amazon Prime. A lot of the actors and actresses and stuff that are in her movies, even though they're like on the come up, they got like a right. nice long resume on IMBD, but then when you look at it, and it's not to take anything away from what they do, it's great that they have something on there, but you look at it, it's like a lot of small roles, a man number two, a guy on boat, stuff like that, and that's great that they just, it looks good on paper that it's to have all those, like, smaller roles all all on one sheet, you know? Right, but and what they do is they tell you not to put, like, background work or anything like that, but if you mm-hmm. were maybe featured or you have some type of speaking lines, then those are the ones that you want to make sure that are on that page because they kind of yeah. move to the top, basically. But mm-hmm. but if they're willing to give you IMDb credits for any work that you do, um, like I said, it, it it just looks great. It's better than money at this point for me because right now, mm-hmm. for me, it's about the exposure and the experiences, um, then money because money will come, it'll come. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. right, like yeah, right now it's not even about that for me. Um, it's something that I love doing, and like I said, eventually, 
I will be only acting. That's that's all I will be doing is acting. And um, mm-hmm. and well, I also sing a little bit. I sing a little too. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know maybe that is going to be incorporated because my ultimate goal is to do something on Broadway um, or oh. be in some type of musical theater production. Oh, oh boy. I hope definitely, yeah. Definitely. Oh yeah, I'm uh Oh yeah. Oh, oh I have so many things I was going to say to add on to that. I was going to say uh would you mind, we want to definitely hear some of that singing, but we got to wrap it up very soon. I want to get out the other thing I wanted to say. Um <laughs> uh yeah, because uh well one of the things too. Oh, also shout out to Felicia Rivers, the actors and stuff that are in the production. Like I say, even though they some of them are like man on boat and stuff like that, some of them are like they had lines like this one actress that that's been in a production. She uh she was in Vice Principals uh, that was on HBO, and um she had some some lines. You know what I'm saying? But right, you know, you know the, right. the part, yeah, even though the part was small, just having them add up that it, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Last thing I'm gonna ask, and then we got to get to do the final words. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, I, some guy named Jay. I've been working on this project. Well, trying to do it, but nobody. I, it's like Blacktopia. They're, they're not ready for it yet. Uh, I want to do, I want to do an audio sketch comedy show. It was strictly audio, where where I uh, cut and paste. Who said that? <laughs> well, yeah. That's Raven. Uh, that was Raven. I'm sorry. I thought I was on mute. My bad. About <laughs> <laughs> Haven. Yeah, that's the that's the butterfly word for today. <laughs> no, but, no, but um, I I I'm, 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 I want to do this sketch comedy show that's strictly audio. I did a few uh, sketches for it. Um, and I'm kind of using those as demos to get people on board now. I didn't think of that uh, before. I should have had something that when you tell people stuff, they scratch their head and go, they can't they can't see the vision like you see the vision. Right. But, um, right. <laughs> but now that I have to, some demos to, to show it. people, say that again? That? I said they're not supposed to see the vision like you see it because it's up to you to work it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, I'm 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 getting back mm-hmm. into working it now. And uh, I, I would I would love to if you could I would love to have you on it uh, some kind of way if you if you if you want to uh, be a part of the sketch comedy show and uh, and yes Absolutely. I am going to do Tracy Morgan one of them. Absolutely, <laughs> <Yes>. tell me. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely talk more about it later. Uh, Kimberly Newsom, the the mic is yours, and then we're gonna we're gonna be shutting it down. <laughs> Well, I would just like to give a shout-out to um, Enterprise Management um, team um, for supporting my goals and, and helping me to achieve uh, success. And just like to thank my family and friends for all the support that they've given me. Um, with that being said, i just like to say that a lot of times God makes us uncomfortable when he has something brighter for our future. A lot of times we get content with sitting where we are, that we get comfortable. But in order for you to step into what God has for you, 
he makes it uncomfortable because a lot of times we won't get out of bed if we're comfortable. So he has to make it uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And life is too short. We don't want to have any regrets. Um, I I learned this. um, I lost my brother about a year and a half ago. And it made me realize, hey, Kim, you still have a lot of life to live. And there are some things that you want to pursue. And you need to go ahead and do that because, Nobody can do it but you. It's up to you to make those dreams come true. Um, nobody can do those things for you. And, and we just need to set examples for our youth um, and for our young. So my kids are very proud of me, um, and they look at me as a role model because I never quit. And I just say this um, to everyone um, I may have waited a long time or to pursue my goals, but I can say that my dream was delayed but not denied. <laughs> mhm. And that that's all I have for you. Um, God bless. Yes. God bless. Thanks for listening to Black Topher Business Brown Table Talk Radio. We're out of time. Good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.